0: So in today's episode of the podcast on Shichot Aran, we continue where we left off, Siman Memteth, we started a new Siman, Lesson forty-nine, section 49 of Shichot Aran. With regard to sanctifying God's name, basically um, being a martyr for the name of God, in the name of God, dying al Hashem, dying to sanctify God's name, the Chachamim say, in the Gemara Ketubot, as what did they say over there? That what? If they were to... Um, torture these three tzaddikim Khananya, Mishael and Azariah who were placed in uh, the furnace because that they did not want to bow to the idol. It says over there that had the oppressors tortured these three tzaddikim they would have bowed to the idol. <clears> Hayu <throat> of they would have bowed to this idol. So Rabenu responded on the gemara and he said like this He said that it didn't mean that they would have certainly given in. This Gemara does not intend to say that they would have certainly given in had they been tortured. (inaudible) Because even that being said, even if they were tortured, it's possible that we can find the person who will sanctify God's name, even if they will torture this man with all the afflictions and the sufferings and all the hits in the world. Imagine the deepest suffering that exists. There are tzaddikim that we've heard of many, many stories who have passed away at Kiddush Hashem. Um, Great tzaddikim that passed away with the greatest suffering. We even see this in the Gemara, with Rabbi Akiva and the Ten Martyrs in the hands of the Romans, the great tzaddikim. And uh, many stories, even in recent times, Moroccan tzaddikim and tzaddikot even. And uh, all these awesome stories that we... That make us literally, that make our, uh, that give us goosebumps, just to, to make us realize how much strength and emunah these people had. We have to strive to, to have such emunah like this. It's a, it's incredible. It's something it's beyond words. We can't even really describe such things. It takes away from the greatness of that act. rabbanu said we can find people, we can find someone that has sanctified God's name by dying, by being a martyr. Even uh, with all the torturing in the world. And as we say about the stories, we say stories with regard to the generations that precede us just recently. How many afflictions that they endured. <clears throat> these holy tzadikim, these martyrs, for the sake of God's name, sanctifying God's name. Ashkenahem, happy are they? We see this with Rav uh, Shimshon of Astropoli. Passed away just maybe three decades before Rabenu. Stories of this great Sadiq. other great tzaddikim who passed away, the thirty thousand tzaddikim and tzaddikot and Uman who passed away before Rabenu, who were killed at Kiddush Shashem because of this. Can't even imagine what we're talking about here. Many tzaddikim in the Holocaust, tzaddikot. <clears throat> it's uh, it's emotional to even speak about it. But nonetheless, we see these great stories of tzaddikim. So Rabenu says with this gemara. That it doesn't mean necessarily they would have certainly given in, Because we've seen this in the past and especially in recent times even. That there are tzaddikim who have given everything up even under the greatest circumstances of suffering uh, for the sake of God's name. And uh, that's a beautiful piece in Sih that teaches us and reinforces us to reinforce our faith in Hashem. To strengthen our faith in Hashem no matter what the circumstances are. God willing, may we not have to experience any suffering, especially to that degree. May God spare us from such suffering. Um, and we're going to do this in three parts. This is a very big piece in Tzichot Aran. Something that uh, today a lot of people might find controversial. Take it with, uh, what do you call it? Open your mind before you read this, because if you really want to understand what Rabbeinu is saying here, you have to have an open mind and not come with your closed-mindedness and uh, your sophistications. Even though it might seem absolutely crazy what Rabenu is saying here. Nonetheless, it's as a it met as it gets. And uh, Rabenu is going to discuss things that uh, even us ourselves today we see. Especially in the system that we live in today. The SAT system, which everybody relies on. Uh, these, do- these doctors and medicine and all these things that uh, Rabenu is going to uh, speak about right now hop into it and uh, obviously don't say don't uh, come to any conclusion before we finish this entire piece in Sikhot Aran because Rabbenu has an entire drush on this this entire piece in Sikhot Aran uh, Lesson 50 is a big piece we're going to do it in three parts and uh, don't come to any conclusions before we finish it on the third podcast not this one not the next one the one after that you guys can come to whatever conclusions you want to after Rabbenu says what he says but um, Rabbenu has many Torah on this I recommend anyone who has ideas, this and that, they want to look deeper into the idea that Rabbeinu is talking about here, with regard to uh, physicians and medicine, whatever it might be. Look in uh, Sikhot Aran, sorry, look in Nikita Aran, Lesson 3 of Book 2. and uh, Rabbeinu has other togot about this. Uh, I forget where, but uh, deep togot about this idea of uh, healing. Many different togot. And uh, Lesson 3 of Book 2 speaks about it. Um, about the idea of pigeon and doctors and all these things that could help a person understand what Rabin was talking about a little bit on a deeper subject because Rabenu was going to speak about simple ideas here um, at a very simple level but obviously what he's speaking about is actually much deeper than that we're just only tapping this surface yourself all because this podcast can only cover a certain ground can't go much deeper than that or else you would stick on it, this book, for years <laughs> it's a very, very deep book Um for anyone who speaks French, I recommend going to listen to uh, to uh, Nathan Uzons podcast on um, on the channel Nachman Neuman, <clears throat> and uh, he has an entire podcast. He's still going through it for years and years on Sikhotagan in depth, taking one lesson at a time and sticking with that one for a day, uh, for a two hour class, three hour class even. It's very very deep. What we're talking about is just surface level, so. For one who wants to go deeper, look into Alim Khufa, look into L'Qut moran look into the different Sifarim of Rabbi and Rabbi Nachman to understand what Rabbeinu is speaking about with regard to these subjects. With regard to the subject of doctors and medicine, Rabbeinu spoke a lot with us about this. Rabbeinu denounced the practice of doctors and healing to the highest degree. This is something that, uh, just wait. Look what Rabenu is going to teach us. Rabenu denounced this idea of doctors and medicines and all these things very, very much. And that doesn't mean Rabenu was completely saying that uh, healing and all this stuff isn't, uh, isn't valuable to take uh, professional advice, whatever it might be. It's a little bit deeper than that we're going to discuss. Here, me'od, me'od. Rabbeinu warned us very, very much that anyone who wants to have pity and wants to spare his life and the life of his his descendants and the life of, of his household that he should distance himself to the highest possible distance. Distance himself to the ultimate degree of distancing. Push yourself away with the ultimate degree of distance from engaging in healing and doctors, in, uh, in medical healing and doctors and whatever that, uh, that entails. Even someone was a sick person in his house. Even if the sickness that this person has, God forbid, is very strong and the condition is worsening. May God spare us from this. <laughs> Rabbeinu says, throw upon God your responsibilities and your burden. Throw your burden upon God. Trust Hashem with your, pro- your problems and rely on Hashem alone and do not rely and do not engage in healings and doctors at all. This is something actually that is quite practical, considering what we just went through with regard to the the COVID and all this stuff. Things that we saw, the corruption within the system, with vaccines and all these things that uh I'm not even going to get into. But we see here how a lot of this stuff is very um, based on ulterior motives, money, and uh, lots of different things, greed, that we do not even know what's going on in this um in the medical system, the medical field that uh, uh, we'd be scared to even know what's really happening behind closed doors. All the corruption that's happening behind companies and all these things. Rabenu saw this from very far and uh, he spoke about this in his time at a simple level. Rabenu is going to explain things at a very simple level that we're going to understand here. And we're going to pause in the middle and we're going to continue next podcast and the podcast after that. But already Rabenu is setting us up to help us understand. At a very simple level, do not put your trust in doctors. And this is something even a simple Jew can understand. Considering that, why put your trust in a man when you can trust Hashem Itbach, who is the healer of all healings? What do we say about Hashem? I am Hashem your healer. God is the one who heals all healings. And if you say, God gave permission to the doctor to heal. Look what the Vilna Gaon says. That even though God might have given permission, it didn't give the, a Jew permission to go visit a doctor. The Vilna Gaon took the same stance as Rabenu even someone who was on the opposite side of the spectrum of chassidut. Um, nonetheless, with uh, Rabbi Nagaon, this tzaddik's intentions, we obviously have a lot to rely on also. And um, there are many great tzaddikim that have spoken about this and have warned us about this idea. Afilu be makom continues. Even in the place where there are outstanding doctors, Afal pihen al yismoch Rabbanu says, do not rely on them and do not put your, ha- your life in their hands. Do not put your life, which is dependent on Hashem'in Bach, in their hands. Because Rabbanu teaches us that these doctors are closer to death than they are actually to life. And this idea is, Shabbat, page 129b, look over there, we'll see this, uh, that language. Closer to death than to life. Um, and Rabenu is saying that this refers to doctors, um, as we're going to see here. Um, we're going to see in the next podcast also how Rabban explains that these doctors, actually, uh, the Yitzhah, the Satan, allowed himself to be putting all his strength in doctors, that what? He uses doctors and messengers to commit all the deaths that he needs to do. This is something very scary. We cannot even begin to touch upon this subject because this requires a lot of understanding of the spiritual realm, which obviously we do not have access to. But a tzaddik the Rabenu obviously tapped into to the highest degree and understood this from very, very far. Rabenu says, Even someone who is a great doctor, meaning one who has true wisdom in the art of being a doctor, in the art of healing. It's impossible for him to properly understand to truly understand the sickness and the healing which this which is applicable to this person who needs it according to the state of being and the nature of this individual according to the sickness that he has according to the season according to the time meaning all these nuances that are that are uh, what do you call that uh, have to do with the person in the time of his sickness what sickness he has what type of person he has what type of body he has the weaknesses he has the strengths he has all these things the season A person has to understand all of these things and understand how they play into the role of this person. And from then make a decision, a logical decision, a decision of true understanding and truth um, to heal this person. And Rabbanu says, it's impossible for even a great doctor to know all of these things. Because there are so many variables that this doctor needs to have intention on and needs to understand. And it's extremely difficult for these doctors to be completely focused and not to make a single mistake in all these details and all these variables. As they themselves will admit... And so easily, these doctors can make the slightest move to damage this person so much to the point where nothing will be effective in saving this man's life. Can you imagine? that doctors have so much koach, they have so much ability to that whatever decision they make, they can literally swing a person's life into safety or into complete danger just with the faintest move. Even the greatest doctor. Rabbanu says, All the more so. All the more so. The majority of doctors that are found in our country, Rabbeinu says, speaking about certainly his time, before many of these scientific, uh, before many of these, uh, these, uh, what do you call it, these progressions and healing. And, uh, yeah, these... uh, these progressions and uh, advancements in healing and uh, understanding in science and all these things, Rabbanu is saying that most of the doctors in our country, the majority of them don't know their left from their right, to show you that they are not qualified at all to be doctors. They are literal murderers, Rabbanu says, and Rabbanu is not saying that uh, in vain. He's not saying that uh, simply. He's saying that they are literal murderers and they kill souls with their own hands God forbid a person needs to flee from them like a bow shoot so that you do not kill yourself or God forbid the sick person that you hand in in these these, uh, physicians hands God forbid just to come to show you that no matter what You will never be certain that putting your life, that putting the sick person in their hand, will come to a better outcome. In fact, Rabbanu says you're doing more harm than good. And of course, um, we're not talking about a person gets shot in the in the chest and needs uh, immediate attention. Uh, Things like this that you're not going to go to the doctor. Of course, each and every person with their emuna, each and every person to their own. Rabbi speaks about this in Alim Tufah. He says that uh, you have to understand. That with uh, imun- the more emuna you have, the more your healing comes through the remedies of tefila, and specifically, the greater the tzaddik, the more his remedies placed in the bread and the water that he eats. It's said about Rabinatan that his healing—he never visited a doctor. His healing was just in his bread and in his water. Anytime he drink his he eat his bread and drink his water, the healings would come through the bread and the water. This is a level of emuna that is tremendous. That he knew that uh, the doctors were not good. And um, especially during his time, in which most of them weren't qualified, even today, most of them are not qualified. It is a very, very uh, difficult thing to speak about. But nonetheless, very sensitive, of course, because uh, there comes situations where we need doctors. The main thing is, do not uh, put yourself unnecessarily in their hands. Khabib says said, if a person needs to seek medical attention, he needs to go to the best doctor of all because you're already putting yourself under the realm of nature the second you go to a doctor. So if that's the case, you have to make sure that you're not going to take your risk with someone who's stupid, someone who doesn't know his way around. You have to go to the ultimate expert in this uh, field to make sure that he does the best that he can. And of course, uh, this should be avoided according to the words of Rabenu, that you should pray to the best of your ability but if it gets to the point where even that is too much for you, you have to do what you need to do, then... uh, you have to do the pijon beforehand, which Rabenu discusses in lesson 3 of Nikutim Oantinyan, I believe. Something that is very important to discuss before a person visits a doctor, to do a pijon beforehand. And Rabenu says that once the pijon is performed, then the doctor has permission to heal, which is something that, we, uh, that makes uh, sense to us. And look over there, in that lesson it's a very, very deep and Kabbalistic lesson. It's incredible. Look in that lesson over there for more on this idea. But nonetheless, Rabenu says, Person needs to flee from doctors like a Boshu to make sure that he did not kill himself or those that he puts in their hands. And even by relying on great doctors, it's a tremendous danger, a great danger, and it's very far from the aspect of attaining true life. Just by the fact that you fell into the hands of the doctor. <clears throat> Rabbi Nathan says it's impossible to lengthen and to describe, to speak about all that which Rabbenu said with regard to this subject. That's it for today. But, of course, we're going to discuss more in the next podcast. It's just something to get our, our feet wet in the sense to understand what Rabbenu was speaking about here. Rabbenu was very adamant about this. He spoke about this a lot. And um, he saw this... Uh, more than anyone especially during his time which uh, all these theories these <clears throat> these practices that these doctors were using were so um, unsubstantiated they lacked so much uh, they, had, like, they lacked so much ground and foundation the logic that they they put their practices in that uh, Rabenu completely denounced all of that uh, in his time and of course um, he wasn't just speaking about his time he was speaking about us too that we should never place our trust in the system and this is something that we have to understand. Something so important. With Regardless whether it's a doctor, whether it's healing, it has nothing to do with being a doctor or not. Rabbeinu is saying, stop trusting in people. Stop tr- putting your your trust in others. What did it say? Do not trust in nedivim. In nedivim are people who have wealth, people who have money, people who have power. In a person who has no salvation. The salvation does not come from an individual person, it comes from God alone. God is, their, God is our salvation and therefore a person should rely on Hashem to in all times, especially in the sickness. And there have been countless stories where doctors have decreed something upon a person, where they have told the person that they have no chance. So many stories we've heard of this, people that we literally know, people that I know, people that many of you know, that a doctor said something and through prayer we changed the entire outcome. This is something that we have to rely on first. After you pray, if you can't get rid of the headache, you can't do this. Okay, you have to maybe take the pill. You have to maybe do what you need to do because if your level of Munah, you're not there yet. That makes sense. Who's there? But we have to rely and we have to understand that the first step is to pray. The first step is to place our faith in Hashem. After that, we try our best and we try to do the best that we can. But the main thing is simple faith in what Rabbanu was saying here, because he's not saying this from a place of, uh, "Oh, Rabbanu lived in the 1800s, the late 1700s." What he was talking about was his time. They didn't understand science; they didn't understand all these uh, new sciences and all these things that have, that play with the role of healing. Rabbanu saw all of this. Rabbanu made uh, certain statements that t- today are being fulfilled. Rabbanu said, "Today there will be a time when people will pray mincha at the Kotel and Arvit by a if saw these planes and saw these things that were happening he's, he, he told us the exact time when the Mashiach was going to come he told us about his parents he told us about what the Mashiach was going to look like the entire day he was going to come when he was going to come the hour he's going to come Rabanu certainly knew about what was happening here especially with the medical malpractice that is occurring during our times we have to make sure that Bezrat Hashem we put all our faith in Hashem and after that we ask Hashem to guide us on the proper path according to our level each and every person, where they where they stand, but Rabban was giving us a principal thing: rely on Hashem in and That's the main thing. So, God willing, next uh, podcast we continue uh, in the second uh, piece in this Siman uh, Nun. lesson, fifty of Sikhotan.